We are back with another post-game, Illini post-game show. This is our 12th. This is our 12th Illini post-game show. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, 12 post-game shows now. Wow. Uh, this is a good one. Illinois beats Michigan State in East Lansing 79-74. to 74. And let me tell you, this was the definition of just hang on for dear life. <laughs> just kind of just... Kind of just like the game back in Champaign. Um, Michigan State made a, a big second-half comeback, but Illinois holds on for the win, 79-74. to 74. That's Logan Lee. I'm Craig Cho. We're going to talk you through uh, what we saw and what uh, we think of the game here in the next 15, 20 minutes of this episode. Um, at Craig W. Choate on Twitter, at the Logan Lee, at No One Asked Us Pod. That's all our Twitter channels. Um, no One Asked Us 2021 at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us through Gmail. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like down below, the thumbs up button. And while you're there, also subscribe so you know when we come out with our new post-game shows or our new episodes like we do once a week uh, on all of the audio platforms, rate and review for us. That would We would really appreciate it. We're trying to get our subscribers up. It would really help us out if you give us a subscribe and a like while you're here. Uh, like I said, Illinois wins by five. Logan, how you feel? That face says it all. <laughs> uh so I know you're not a roller coaster guy. Um, you're you're not. I'm one more. So, to... I am not, now. I would say now I am. You I'm are pretty much. Uh, I feel like I would, we've had. Uh, I know this is not has nothing to do with the show and the game. But I, I was. I will ride roller coasters. Okay, but they're not my favorite thing. Okay, and well, if it's too if it's too tall, no, no. Okay. <laughs> well, what I'm getting at is that on during the Rutgers game. I believe I tweeted something about this is a roller coaster ride. I usually love roller coasters, but this is a ride I'd like to get off because that was my reaction during that game. And as you said in the uh, beginning of this show, uh, this is just the game where you just want to hold on. This is a roller coaster ride I would have liked to have stayed on. Uh, I mean, granted, as long as I, you know, what the result is every time, uh, be great. Uh, it, oh, yeah, um, that was uh, that was a trip. That was a lot of fun. That was, um, yeah, so many emotions, so many thoughts. Let's just, let's just break it all down because just right. an opening statement is <laughs> just not going to work here. All right. Uh, we'll run through the stats first to give people an idea of the game. Kofi Coburn did lead Illinois 27 points, nine rebounds for Kofi today. Um, so he did not get his double double, but he was clutch 10 of 15 from the field. Uh, Jacob Grandison broke out today. He was six of 10 from three. So finally saw some shots fall for him. He scored 24 points, 8 of 12 from the field. Also had five rebounds and five assists. So an all-around game from Jake. Only other player in double figures was Trent Frazier. He got there late, and we'll tell you how in just a second. He had 12 points, uh, 2 of 7 from 3, 3 of 9 from the field, 5 assists for him. Alfonso Plummer had 8, which I think all came in the first half. I don't know that he scored in the second half. Cabello had 3. DeMonte two, Coleman Hawkins two, Omar Payne with one. Illinois shoots 45% from the field, 29.6% from three, eight of 27 from three. Uh, they did shoot 23 free throws today, which is a big improvement. They normally don't get to the free throw line very much. Uh, Michigan State was led by uh, Tyson Walker, I think is his first name. Is that his first name? Yeah, Tyson Walker. He had 26 points, 24 points in the second half for Tyson Walker. He... Didn't miss a shot in the second half, I don't think. He was 10 of 12 from the field. Uh, he is the one that single-handedly got them back in the game. And then they had uh, A.J. Hogard with 15 and Joey Hauser with 11. No one else in double figures for 
the Spartans. The rebounding battle, Illinois won by two. Um, turnover, Illinois had eight. <laughs> Excuse me, Michigan State had 11. Um, nothing else really, I don't think, stands out to me um, stat-wise. But I do want to go through this. And I was getting this pulled up as you – I thought you were going to talk longer during your uh, no, opening no, statement. No, no, no. Illinois was up 67 to 54. 67-54 with 528 left. And at that point – and this is where my head goes as an Illini fan. When it gets to the five-minute mark, I think if you're up by about 15, you're safe because everyone talks about Illinois' comeback against Arizona – being the best comeback ever, 15 points in the last four or five minutes. Well, Illinois was up 13 with 528 left. I felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I felt pretty good. And then Tyson Walker took over, and they got it down to – was it ever a one-point game? The two-point game. It was a two-point game. Was. Okay. Yeah. It was 73-71 with 125 left. So, um, But, yeah, <laughs> Michigan State came swarming back. Sorry, I keep coughing. Um there so let's um jump in i think the biggest story i know kofi went for 27 and 9 but jake grandison played absolutely phenomenally and just three days ago we were calling for all of his minutes to go to rj melendez what do you think of jake tonight jake heard the cries i think jake uh jake heard the tweets jake saw the tweets jake heard the podcast uh jake jake heard it all and he he saw that the world or at least Illini fans were calling for his job to be revoked and for um, RJ Melendez to take his spot. Um, and he, he showed tonight today why he belongs there, why he belongs. Uh, his shooting stroke came back. Uh, he was electric from the three point line, hit some big shots, 24 points. Uh, he had those 24 early too. I mean, he didn't score for the last, 12 minutes of this game at least probably um i mean he it was basically jake the first 30 or so minutes and trent the last 10 that was pretty much how the scoring worked for this outside of kofi um jake was huge yeah that's they just they need to have consistency from somewhere um kofi's obviously going to give you you know his his 20 and 10 every night um if you can get one of the other four if you can get Trent or Jake or Plummer or even Curbelo to go off and, and pick up another 20 points to go along with Kofi. This team's going to be tough to beat, but when everybody else is struggling, uh, <laughs> they're very beatable. So for Jake to be the one to do that today, that was huge. I uh, hope he can continue that and at least become, you know, relevant again, uh, because if he's not, then people are going to be calling for his head again. Jake Grandison hit a three-pointer with 11.03 left in the game to make it 54-41. That was his 24th point of the yep. game. He didn't Sounds score right. the last 11 <laughs> minutes of the game. But, yep. yes, um, he was he was outstanding today. He was outstanding. Give credit where credit is due. I think everyone except for Brad Underwood was dogging Jake Grandison after not only Rutgers. It, it had been building up. He, he had yeah. been off for a couple games. Everyone was dogging him. And he came out in the first half and hit a couple threes. I think he had he had five in the first half. He had five threes in the first half, had 15 points, and silenced those doubters. Uh, R.J. Melendez only played nine minutes, did not score, and had a negative two efficiency. So the player that you wanted to take Jake Grandison's place 
did not play well today. Uh, Grandison did have 29 efficiency, which is really good. And Kofi had 27 player efficiency rating today, which anything above 15 is excellent. Um, the other thing, the next thing I want to talk about as a key today was just the energy from the get-go. Um, it it kind of died off in the second half. Um, and I noticed this very early yesterday in the pregame press conference addressing the media. Underwood was pissed at the effort at Rutgers. Right. Um, if if you can go back and listen, I think Illini Inquirer posts all of the <coughs> excuse me. It was on Zoom yesterday, so they post the recording on their YouTube. Um, just listen to the 15 or 20 minutes that Brad talked to the media, and and you could tell he he threw some. Um, he was cursing a little bit and you don't see that from him a ton. He does, he does do it more than most coaches, but I think he tries to avoid it um, just because it is the media and it is going over uh, air and TV waves, but he was not happy. And early in this game, I noticed, first of all, everyone, everyone was crashing the boards, but I noticed Alfonso Plummer dove for a loose ball. It was like two minutes into the game there was no chance he was getting that ball. He was six feet away from it, but he dove for the ball. The same thing. Yes. I thought the same he thing. Dove for the ball on the sideline. Yeah. And not only that, all four of his teammates after he dove came running to help him up. We hadn't seen that from this team in a long time. No. So I knew the energy was going to be up and that led to more rebounds. Uh, every single player that got on the court got at least one rebound today nine from Kofi five from Grandison four from DeMonte four from Hawkins three from Frazier two from Melendez Payne and Curbelo and then Plummer had one and Bossman's for Donk had one but Bossman's only played two minutes so every single player got a rebound today which says a ton because that was not the case on Wednesday is that what the game was Wednesday yeah yeah you can you can say what you want about the run that Michigan State went on down the stretch uh, but this was the most complete basketball game we've seen Illinois play in over a week and a half. Yeah. Um, they played three games in a row where we might have saw 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of solid basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were just non-existent for the remainder of that game in particular. Uh, this is the first time that I thought it was a complete basketball game. Uh, Effort-wise, um, I mean, just everything. The effort was huge. The energy was huge. The rebounds out the gate. I mean, I just, you know, yeah, some some balls were about, you know, some shots were bouncing long and things like that. So you weren't getting every rebound, but um, that was definitely noticeable from the very beginning that they were crashing the boards. And, you know, you had players like like DeMonte and like Curbelo, guys that you kind of want to count on for a few rebounds a game, even though they're smaller um that we're actually you know getting there and, and getting the ball back so um that was that was definitely nice to see um the yeah as you talked about the the energy the last few games has just been awful and whatever brad did to them to to fire him up for this one it was it was nice because it was needed it was definitely needed yeah my third thing and it's kind of just kind of a blanket general statement this game shows where this program is because you had Trent on the court late. You had DeMonte on the court late, all, both fifth year seniors. Kofi's a junior. Grandison is a fourth or fifth year guy. Like you, you had veteran guys where the last four or five years, at least under, under Brad Underwood, you had a lot of youngsters out there that hadn't been through the yep. battles. And it, it showed because 
Michigan State did not miss a shot the last five minutes of the game, but Illinois continued to keep the lead. They would go to Kofi. He'd get a bucket and a foul. Curbelo uh, uh, had uh, two free throws. He missed one, but still got to the line, made a free throw. And then, I mean, the dagger was Trent Frazier, clock running down. <coughs> Just, what was it, 20 seconds left maybe? Yeah. I think there was like 20 seconds left. He didn't do anything special, and normally I hate those shots when you're just – your guy's kind of backpedaling a little bit, but you don't have a ton of separation. But he just rose up, and he drained it. And I thought, that's what you get with him. I thought that was going to be a broken possession. Yeah. The way they, they took the clock down, and it <laughs> didn't look like they knew where they were going with the ball. It didn't look like they knew what they were going to do. And then, yeah, he just he just had the composure just, you know, jumped up and fired. I mean, he, he is the closer on this team. Yeah. You know, we, we've had, had the debate all off season. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? It's Trent. Trent is Trent's the guy. And he, he has to be for, he had to be from the beginning. He is the guy now. Um, as, as I said, I mean, Jake, Jake was the guy early uh, for the first 30 minutes, but down the stretch, Trent took over and, you know, yeah, Michigan state didn't miss, but Illinois kept, you know, for every, Every punch Michigan State gave, Illinois was right there to you know to fire back, and and he was huge. Yeah, I'm do trying think, to find the I'm trying to find you, the highlight, to, but it was with 23 seconds left. Do you with 23 think, seconds left, and then Michigan State went down and missed a shot. I think Illinois got the yes. rebound, and then Michigan State didn't foul um, for some reason. I didn't watch the last 15 seconds. I was tweeting and watching everyone react on Twitter. But go ahead. Do you think the bus is stopping at Pizza Hut before they get on the plane? Yes, <laughs> I doubt it. But um, you think Pizza Hut was brought to the to the to the wrestling center for them to grab before they got on the bus to then go to the plate? I, I wouldn't. It would. It would not shock me at all if like that was like their post game meal was very was possible. So also in uh, backstory for that in Brad's post game yesterday or pre game uh, press conference on uh, Friday yesterday. Um, there was people were asking him about the Rutgers game and he said he was he, he was really mad and upset and he said Rutgers uh, met us at the P- Pizza Hut parking lot and just beat the crap out of us and so no one said anything like I said it was on zoom so no one could you could, didn't hear the the media laugh or react or anything but then at the end of the press conference Jeremy Warner was like all right Brad I gotta know like did something happen at Pizza Hut like is a bad experience happening at Pizza Hut and Brad just said in his hometown when he was growing up that's where you would go if you wanted to scrum. Like if you wanted to get onto some, like get into fights, you went to the Pizza Hut parking lot. Um, and so that's kind of become the the media joke and the, all that with with Illinois and Pizza Hut. So maybe some NIL deals coming for the Illini or Brad's <laughs> sponsored by Pizza Hut. You or know, something, I'm not but. sure Pizza Hut wants wants in on that. <laughs> I'm not sure they they want uh, to be promoting fighting in their parking lots. But you know, if if they are. I'm sure Brad's more than open to, to some sort of partnership. <laughs> While we were talking, before we got into that, we were talking about Trent Frazier. Um, he did move into second all time and yeah. three pointers made. Um, I had been keeping an eye on that number uh, for the last couple of games, but he hadn't really gone off. Um, so he got to 300 career threes today, which passes D Brown. And he is now, I guess he made another. So I think he's got 301 on his career. So he is 26 behind Corey Bradford, which, you still got probably 10 games left, so it's very doable. 
yeah. very doable for him to get that. Yeah. Don't know that he will, but it is within reach. Again, I had someone reply to my tweet, and it's going to be the case anytime a record's broken in the next three or four years. He did get an extra year. So yes. put an asterisk by it, whatever. It's not his fault that COVID happened. He got the extra year. He's utilizing it. It's going to be that way across all sports. So let's just get get past that. Um, let's go through Illini stats and notes just because they always tweet out good stats. Jake Grandison, six threes were one away from the most ever by an Illini against Michigan State. D Brown hit seven in January of 2006. <clears throat> Grandison also tied the record for threes by a Big Ten opponent at the Breslin Center. That seems like a – that doesn't seem right, but okay. Uh, Illinois here, – here, this is one thing that I wanted to mention. Illinois snapped a four-game losing streak at the Breslin Center that dated back to 2015. First win at Michigan State since 2015. Also, Illinois swept the two-game regular season series against Michigan State, the Illini first regular season sweep of the Spartans since 05-06. Illinois has now won nine of its last 12 Big Ten road games and 14 of its last 18. Illinois has 19 road wins in the Big Ten over the last three years, four more than the next closest team, which is Wisconsin with 15 or 19 and 10 during that stretch, one of only three teams above 500. Which, I'll, before we get to the last one here, I think that's what disappointed me the most after the Rutgers game is because this team has played so well and took so much pride playing on the road for them to come out like that. So that's just one yeah. more thing I wanted to throw into the, the Rutgers yeah. mix here. Um, leading the way for Illinois, Kofi had 27 and nine. Coburn is the first player to go for 27 and nine at the Breslin Center since 2010 when Eastern Michigan, Brandon Beaudry had 32 and 15. So there's some stats and notes for today's game. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? A couple things. Okay. Georgie. Yes. Georgie yes. was there. Did you see the, did you see Brett's video that he tweeted out after the game? Yes. Of Georgie <laughs> yep. and Kofi. Yep. That was cool. Georgie Bashanas Billy was in the house. Uh, he plays he, for the um, Grand Rapids. Uh, Grand right? Rapids. Yeah. So not too yeah. far away. So he made the trip over. I thought it was cool that the video you're talking about, they did their handshake. Yeah. That they would do before every game last year. Yep. I'm sure they haven't seen each other since Georgie left no, campus. I'm sure but they not. picked up and they were slap doing their handshake and they did the whole. Zip. I remember the zip thing at the end, zipped up the sweater. It was it was really cool. That made but me. Yeah, happy. I was. I meant to mention that. Glad glad to see Georgie there. That was really cool. <laughs> um, uh, on the game itself, um, I had feel like I had one other thing and now I don't remember what it was. Um, so we got um, we got Brad at the podium now. Some of the media guys are tweeting stuff out. Jeremy Werner here. Frazier went 13 seconds too early. Play was an option for Frazier and Kofi, but players weren't in the right spots early in the play. Looked like it. And then the quote was, now all the, this is Underwood talking now. Now all of a sudden everyone's looking at me and Trent just jumps up and shoots it. So it was kind of a broken play, kind of like what you said. Not crazy. Uh, yeah, that, that was, that, that sealed the deal. He, he's the guy, he is the guy and, uh, God, that was just so much fun. Um, Let's see if there's any other finals here while we're, uh, I don't think so. I don't think any other big 10 games have gone final. And by the time this gets out, there'll be other stuff. So I don't think we need to read through any more games. Yeah. I'll check the standings. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, this might be something we'll talk about on our full show, but do you want to talk about the the 
top 16 that came out today? Yeah, we can mention it here, uh, but we'll break it down more in the show. Uh, the The selection committee did release their top 16 seeds. So, you know, bracketologists release their stuff weekly. This is the actual committee. This is the group that will seed the bracket in three weeks. They released who would be the top four seeds in each region today if the bracket was today. Illinois was in there. They were a um, three seed. Yeah, they were a three seed in the West, which that I, that's all going to change. Basically, they were they were ranked 12th overall. So they were a three seed in the West. They would have had Gonzaga, the one, Duke, the two, Illinois, the three, and Texas, the four, which is a tough region. That's probably the toughest region of them all. But but yeah, it was good to see Illinois in there. I thought they would be a four. So it, it's good to Me see too. that there are three. And it was good to see Wisconsin was behind them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Logan's been writing that uh, Wisconsin's not deserving of a higher seed. than. And they said that on the show. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. I was just seeing afterward. I, I want to, I was, I've not been, I've not been <coughs> against Wisconsin being seated higher than Illinois. My initial complaint was the bracket that came out a few weeks ago when Wisconsin was like two seed lines higher than yeah. Illinois. That's what I had a problem with. Yeah. I kind of figured Wisconsin being a three and Illinois in a four like that, whatever, like that's fine. That's kind of what I've been anticipating, but yeah. to see that come out, when everybody else was putting Wisconsin a seed line or two higher than Illinois for the committee to actually put Illinois higher than yeah. Wisconsin. That was kind of, that was kind of nice to see that. Yeah. Um, the, whoever the guy was that was presenting the bracket said that Illinois, Wisconsin, Illinois got the edge because of the head to head win. Wisconsin was 13. So the, it was, it was right there, but Illinois moved to the three line because they beat Wisconsin. Uh, run through the Big Ten standings as they sit right now. There are teams that are playing right now that are so these will change before the end of the day. Purdue and Illinois tied at the top 12 and four, Wisconsin 11 and four, Ohio State nine and four, Rutgers 10 and five. Um, and that that's kind of the top of it. It goes in order from there Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Penn State, Northwestern, Maryland, Minnesota, and Nebraska. So that's where we're at. Illinois is now 19 and seven overall. Man, I, I'm just like, I feel like we could talk for like two hours about this yeah, game and we, where we're at we right could. now, but um, I'm just, I, I'm pleased with the response. Next up is a home game Thursday versus Ohio state, nine o'clock tip. And then Sunday at Michigan, that's still on CBS, right? That hasn't been moved because yes. this game was no. supposed to be on Fox and they moved it, oh, they moved it up yeah. two and a half hours and to ESPN. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know why it was to accommodate some schedule change, I think. Yeah. But um, no, as far as I know, was... Sunday is still on CBS. Okay. Um, my, my final thought, and I was just getting ready to say it before um, I, I said the, what's, what's coming up next. I'm just happy with the response. You know, we were all very critical of this team um, after the Rutgers game because they lost it. You know, it had been three kind of three games in a row where they didn't really play up to their potential. So I'm just happy with the response, you know, when, when you're quick to criticize someone and they respond, you got to give them props. And I, I give all everyone, everyone props. I don't think there was a single player on the team today that, that didn't bring it. Um, Plummer didn't play great. Uh, I don't think he hit a three. His defense is always a liability, but he got to the hole a couple times. He played hard. He dove on the floor. So um, you got to give them props for responding when a lot of people thought they were down. So I think that's my biggest takeaway yeah. is this team's resilient. Yep, they were not trending in the right direction um, after Rutgers. 
the last three games had not been had not gone gone well. So uh, we knew that uh, if they continued that, it you know it was likely going to be a struggle for the rest, rest of the season. So for yeah, for them to bounce back like they did today and to to have to show fight and just show energy um, against a, a a good Michigan State team, not a great Michigan State team, yeah. but a good Michigan State team. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, again, the rest of the season schedules, you know, not the easiest. Ohio State's you know certainly in the mix for this thing. So. Um, but this is a big win. This is a huge win to go to go to East Lansing and get a win. Yep. Yep. Uh, we were talking about Pizza Hut earlier. So Illinois basketball tweeted out their final score graphic, you know, with the 79-74 victory. Pizza Hut just replied to Illinois and said, this W is brought to you by a parking lot in McPherson, <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> so it has begun. Yes. Illinois and Pizza Hut, the pairing <laughs> that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Georgie got his Georgie got his Big Ten championship ring today. Oh, okay. He hadn't he hadn't got that yet. So Josh Whitman tweeted that uh, he got that today in the locker room. So, so that's cool. Good stuff. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Love, All right, love, love Pizza Hut. Love I Pizza do too. Maybe we'll sponsor our show. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Uh, I was a big pizza guy growing up. Book it. Did you guys have Book it? We did. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get out of here before we start rambling. And this goes an hour long. Um, Illinois improves to 19 and 7, 12 and 4 in the Big Ten, 79 74 win at Michigan State, which is huge. At Michigan State, it's a, a big deal. Um, next up, Thursday night against number 18, Ohio State currently, but the rankings come out tomorrow, so that could change. Um, Nine o'clock at the State Farm Center. Logan, you have anything else? No, sir. Let's go get the Buckeyes. Got a big one on Thursday. Wear orange. Big one. Th- it is the orange out. For those of you going to the game, it is the orange out. So please wear orange uh, to help the uh, the team out. Because like we said during the Rutgers game, Illinois' home court advantage has not been that much of an advantage the last five years. So let's, uh, let's get that home court advantage back. For Logan Lee, I'm Craig Schott. I'm going to go have some Pizza Hut. We'll see you next week. Bye.